Sports live and free on the Odyssey app. Atlanta Sports Radio, 92.9, the game. Let me tell you how it will be. It's the Steakhouse, dribble in for steak. Sports Radio, 92.9, the game. Tying a bow on the uh, Desmond Ritter conversation. You guys got to remember, Eli Manning started off with the Giants. They wanted to run him out of town, right? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was 5-12 and 12, his first 17 starts and then finally had a breakthrough. I'm not saying Desmond Ritter's going to be Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying there's a precedent for guys that really struggle in the beginning of their careers and they finally figure it out. Yeah. And I'm hoping – that kid up in Flowery Branch can figure it out. I am too. Out. I really, really, really like him, so I don't want you to misunderstand. This is not a Desmond Ritter problem. This is the system and the coaching, in my opinion, to where he certainly has made his share of mistakes, and they're just learning. It's like learning on the job. Will Levis last night had a conversation with Peyton Manning, and Peyton was saying what really is the difference because each week he is improving to another level. If you watched him last night, he's the difference maker. Last and, two drives. Well, unbelievable. But even just game management, calling timeouts, how he would he, – he's just really good. This just in. He's in the NFL. I get it. But my point being is he was saying there is no amount of learning you can do from the sidelines. He said there's a, there's a, there's a ceiling. From to be out there from week to week and learning and actually studying, it's a whole different animal, which I couldn't agree more. So folks are saying, well, he just needs the time. What do you say then to a Tommy DeVito? What do you say to a Brock Purdy who in their moments, immediately out of the gate, you want to know why? Because it was simple. It was just like, let's learn a little bit at a time and, and, and we'll just set you up for success. But will DeVito regress though? Will he have three stinkers of a game as well. There's Possibly, a reason why. Yeah, yeah they'll mean, figure it out. Uh, Travis from Snellville's on board. If he's still around, wants to chat, Rob. Go ahead, Travis. Hey, y'all. Sandra, you're cracking me up. I totally <laughs> agree with everything you're saying. It's like, what team are you watching? Like, we have to win. We have to overcome quarterback mistakes to win. And, and our coaching is – I'm sorry. I was a big Arthur Smith supporter, but – you know, the back-spinning pirouette blind screen pass with – I mean, what the hell is that stuff? I mean, give it to CP84 and pound it. I mean, we have three good running backs, and this guy – oh, my God. It's just so much. And I want to say this part, too. Problem with the Falcons, we waste opportunities. We had a number four pick, and we picked uh, what was supposed to be a unicorn that can't block and gives lackluster effort – and doesn't win contested balls. Man, Grady Jarrett sure could have used some help. Yeah, yeah. And, and this team would be a hell of a lot better than it is now. Yeah. Um, I agree with everything he said, especially about the part where I crack him up. Because, I mean, you know, we like to hear callers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And don't get me wrong. I think my frustration is that I sit on, on my couch on Sundays, too, as a fan. And I'm like, what could be? You know, you're watching. Well, you get so angry. All you can yeah. do after a while is just laugh. I, you just laugh. Like just what? Laugh. Yeah, exactly right. So I'm, I just don't want you to misread that. I, if there was ever somebody in um, Ritter's corner, it is me. I just don't think he's in a great situation up there. We'll see. It's funny now. Normally after games like Sunday, I'm, I'm angry doing Falcons flyover. It was I like listened a, to you for like an hour. It was like a resigned helplessness on Sunday. Very subdued, stoic. That's what I was doing. And it was raining. It was gloomy. 
fans leaving were quiet, somber. Oh, and I took Marta, you know, to get down there. That's too, what um, I heard you say that. And it was all those uh, fans. You would have thought they're going to a mass funeral. That's that's what it was like. And I, this fan base is really it's so disappointing because we had such high hopes. Okay, they tweak the roster. They bring in some veterans on uh, defense. We get all these skill players on offense. Arthur Smith's brilliant offensive mind, and it's more of the same. The the Arthur Blank issue for me is that defensive line and defensive side of the ball got real expensive quick, and your offensive line is the amount of money, because it's a business, the amount of money that they have paid. Good luck, everybody. All right, let's get to this uh, Shohei Otani, a, a man that's uh, learning how to beat the man, beat the tax man. So all but t- basically going to make $70 million a year, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to defer all but $2 million of that. So he's not going to make seventy. million. He's just going to make $2 million. He's going to get the lump sum paid out between the years of 2034 and 2043. That's after the time of the contract, meaning he's not going to be on the hook to pay those high California state taxes, which are like 12%, something like that. So, two million a year. He's able year. to. It's a special circumstance because he makes fifty million plus in endorsements per yeah. year, which is a whole separate entity. But I love the creative. I love that it frees up more money for the for the Dodgers to go get whoever else they want, or at least they you know they've never looked at the salary cap anyway. They don't care, yeah. so they can pay the tax and move on. Well, we also purposely made an effort to say I want you guys to have a competitive advantage you know I, i'm coming here because i want to win i've been laboring in obscurity with the, with the angels we haven't won anything so that's also a reason to do that i hear the players union is not real happy about all the deferred money though <laughs> they can get over it because they it. made the players union and by the way that is a great loophole and i wish other players would think that way through see yep. by bonilla but still, still getting, getting paid, paid. On, on tax day i love that they did it i love the creative accounting i love that he can defer not paying because if he moves to wherever you're not paying those taxes on the $680 million. Not going to pitch next year, though. Coming off Tommy John, will not pitch, pitch next year, pitch the year after that. They may try to get him in the field more often, but I think he's just going to DH. That's going to be a very, very pricey DH until he takes the mound again in two Turns years. Turns 30 in July. You don't know. Um, all, all the doctors in the world have said he's going to be just fine. Yeah. But the Dodgers are the team that it's the, it's the high reward. I bet in ticket prices and merch alone – they're like laughing. They don't care. Like we'll figure out the arm later. Oh, this is this is the most talented baseball player we've ever seen. I've I mean, never seen him. I can't wait to see him in person. I he mean, comes to Truist on uh, I believe September, a three day weekend or four day weekend over in September. So yeah, you know everybody talks about Babe. Ruth. Babe Ruth was throwing eighty miles an hour when he pitched. He wasn't throwing a hundred, and he wasn't an elite power hitter. And uh, you know Grant McCauley was saying he was shocked at the amount of the um, contract because when I was on with Grant, we were thinking. Okay, he's an elite power hitter. That's forty million. He's an elite pitcher. That's forty million. Nobody's going to pay him eighty million dollars a year. We were thinking maybe fifty, fifty-five, sixty. Nope, he gets seventy. Yeah, when it was over six hundred million, I didn't even pay attention anymore because it's just absurd. But hey, I I say good for him. Good for all y'all getting paid. I never mind people getting paid. Yeah, no problem with that. Now he has enough money to launch his own space program. Basically, meanwhile, State Farm Arena last night. Things aren't going very well, Sandra, for our local professional basketball syndicate, are they? Oh, you mean they've lost four straight? Yeah. Oh, you mean they've lost seven of ten? Uh, oh, you mean they're four games under uh, 500? And, oh, by the way, Trey Young got ejected for clapping, as far as I could see yesterday. They lose to the Nuggets 129 to 122. We got some problems there, and I certainly don't try to be the NBA 
gal around here. Right. But I'm telling you, it's hard to watch. And I did try to watch last night a little bit in between the Manning cast. I, I can't pay much attention to basketball right now. Not until not until football's over. I'm, I'm starting to dip my toe in. I really get interested in the NBA around Christmas Day when they do all of that stuff. But, uh, yep, Hawks are uh, struggling. You, you thought maybe roster seems kind of deep. If DeAndre Hunter, if we can get out of him what we thought when we drafted him fourth, I was thinking maybe a fourth or fifth seed. It's still very early, but – Ugh, I don't know. There's he was just... out last night, got a quad injury. Yeah. Um, he should Trey Young should not have been thrown out. Here's the call last night from the greatest of the greats uh, with his <laughs> Mike Mike Conti and Steve Holman. So Ben Taylor doing his thing, incompetent, and calls a technical on Quinn Snyder because the other guy, Haskell, got the foul wrong on Trey, and Trey got a technical. World wait, champs wait don't for need it. a lot of help. Trey got thrown out of the game. It. You know what? This is getting out of control in the NBA. And this guy, Haskell, he's a G League guy who's not even on the regular roster. And this is twice now he's done this to Trey in two different games. People do not pay hundreds of dollars for tickets to see superstars getting thrown out of games. I go, love go look at the go, please, y'all go look at the replay. He literally he was mouthing off early and they teed him up. Quinn Snyder comes out. He gets teed up, and and literally Trey looked like he was almost trying to gather himself, and he's clapping, and then they threw Trey out. Didn't see anything. It's absurd. Nothing egregious about that, but how funny. They're the best. Is a PO'd Mike Conti. Yeah, I love that so much. Well, it's not it's not um, very cheap to go to those games last night. No, it's not, and he's completely right. He's He's absolutely right. right. This is getting out of control in the NBA. You ain't kidding. (laughs) Another NBA story. May I just say, please, the Lakers are planning. To hang the banner that they won this in-season oh, tournament. Good Lord. You know what the Lakers prided themselves on for the longest time? We don't hang division title banners. We only hang world championship banners. So now they're kind of deviating from that and I'm going to hang that meaningless banner. It was meaningless to me. I mean, I know it meant something. What Andy Bunker cracked me up yesterday. He's talking about LeBron James was playing like he really needed that $500,000 bonus that they were going to get. So That's why I said if you peel back the laters, playing, playing hard. there was something else going on there. I don't know whether LeBron said, I'll agree to be all in. I, I'm, I'm speculating because it yeah. seemed a little odd to me as well. But maybe they just mean they're going to put it up like in a hallway somewhere. Not necessarily, you know how sometimes you walk along the hallway and it's like you're, you, all your, you go back to your mom's house and it's like, you oh, look, well, he got a trophy. It's no worse play. than uh, State Farm Marina hanging a widespread banner, widespread Is panic Is that still banner. up over there? Is it, I think it might be. Oh, my goodness. Consecutive sellouts, I think so, because they used to always sell out on New Year's Eve. So what we got coming up in a belly up? Day Day doesn't like the wild card championship up at Turner Field either. He doesn't like those. Day Day's in my ear. He, you make Sorry. a great point. That's I okay. Did, I hate when I remember my first time noticing that. I was just like, really? Yeah. No wait. Say that again. What are you? What they are you? used to have at at Turner where mm-hmm. they would have all their on oh the yeah, side yeah the of, wild card, oh, and please. they had the wild card, and I was like, so we're celebrating barely uh, getting in. And I I, I didn't really necessarily <laughs> like celebrating all the division titles because all they would do was end up. I mean, that when you have four Hall of Famers on your roster, you should win more than one World Series. They should have won yeah. at least two more. Yeah. You should have beaten the Twins. You were not beating Toronto. Should have beaten the Yankees in 96. You weren't beating the Yankees in 99, but that's three and not one. And they put the division stuff? Yeah. Lakers yeah. Don't do I'm with you. All right, what's coming up in Belly Up? What we got? What we oh, got? my goodness. Uh, I, 
a real good thing Pat Mahomes did because I was very upset that he was going right to Josh Allen and blaming him on the on the call. And, and that was he, just so odd. He, he apologizes. Butt cheeks were a big topic last night on the Manning cast. I think you should hear about that. And you want to talk about awkward moments. Bill Belichick is awkward as can be. But when Bill Belichick is asked about Taylor Swift because the Patriots are playing Kansas City this week, <laughs> it's radio gold. Wait, who is it uh, Josh Allen's with? What's her, Josh Allen's with what? She's um, he's with an actor. Oh, he is. Yeah, it's uh, Haley Steinfeld, something like that. Haley, okay. Haley Steinfeld. There we go. Yeah. That's so weird that a professional athlete gets a really hot, hot like, supermodel. You, or you normally think the. Uh, I never see that happen. This is something rare. It's normally, the Chucky tuba player that scores all the chicks. <laughs> We're gonna belly up coming up next. Triple in for us. Stakey Sports Radio, 1990 game. At a Man Cave store, up your Man Cave game this football season. Visit mancavestore.com. What are you What are you watching over there? I hear the volume and everything, Sandra. You I always... um, found this great Jake Browning um, from Cleveland, excuse me, Cincinnati, talking about uh, how nice Joe Burrow was. So I wanted to play it Jake, for everybody. You want me to save it or I was going to tell you what happened or I can just save it. Hey, three strikes, so I got some good ones, I think. Okay. In honor of uh, Tommy Cutlets, the passing paisan. Who's your favorite Italian? Oh, that's a good one. You know that's not till later. You want to tell everybody now? Yeah, but we'll just kind of tee it up. Oh, Get it ready. Let it percolate. Let, let okay, them think. Let them think. The alcoholic beverage you can no longer drink because you had a bad experience. And your worst job, your worst, most demeaning, miserable, soul-sucking job. So there you have it. Okay, those are very good. Well, well, thank you. We'll put them on the Twitters. I feel a lot of pressure with that segment. That's Do a you? lot of pressure because Steak does it so so brilliantly. Yes, that, that's he does. his thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just uh, I'm just a young buck trying to trying to make his way in the, on this mortal coil. All right, let's get to belly up. Mortal coil. What's everyone talking about? Yo, yo, what's the deal? We've got you covered. As we belly up. On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. If you're playing a drinking game at home and you decide to have a shot every time I say Manning cast, you're going to be real drunk. I'm a little <laughs> obsessed. I own it. Nate Bargazi was the comedian that he was on first. And it was a little awkward, Rob. You didn't watch it, but I was talking to Bo this morning. Like, Nate's comedy is a little, it's a lot dry. He has a very soft delivery, and he talks that way in person. Yeah. So he came on, and it was a little hit and miss and, you know, the whole thing. But he did bring up the fact that these, they talk about their centers all the time, Eli and uh, and, uh, Peyton, in terms of getting comfortable with their center. Could you blindfold and just have your hands under and tell who it is? Yeah, 100%. I could, yeah. for sure. I, I knew I knew Jeff Saturday's butt cheeks as well as anybody. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think you ever want to blind. You don't want to use blindfold and butt cheeks together very often. But <laughs> uh, stop saying yeah. the word butt cheeks. Yeah. It's bothering yeah, me. We... <laughs> oh, Here's my it. God, that Eli just comes in with a zinger. He's like the quiet assassin. You don't hear much, and then he just zings He's really you. funny in that sort of subtle oh way he is. God, and Peyton so is Peyton. Do you, do you like them better than the Kelsey brothers? Um, I, well, it's so different. Um, I like them equal. I like both of them. Do you listen to that podcast? I, I, Travis it constantly shows up on my feed, yeah. little snippets of it. It's, it's really good. Yeah. It's really They're interesting. They're very rena- renaissance I think I like Jay, Jason much more than I do Travis. You do? Yeah. I, tra- I, What's wrong with Travis? I don't Maybe if I met the man face to face, I would find him charming and just wonderful. Eh, kind of, uh, kind of douchey a little bit, I think. <laughs> well, axe body sprayish, I think. 
Jason, Jason's like a, you know, just a, he's a lumber sexual like me. That he's, He has my uh, style ethos, I think. I, I find him much more like him. But Travis, you live your life. You're going to the Hall of Fame. You have Taylor Swift. Yeah, he's so paid. good. He's like, living he his best what life. I think. For sure. No, no, no. Don't be like that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs were in the news for all the wrong reasons. Uh, there was a flat-out hissy fit on a Sunday night when um, – Offsides was called, and he didn't like it. He lined up offsides, and and really, hissy fitted it up. So this was immediately after on the field when he has given the old bro code, man code hug to Josh Allen. This is what he said. Call number seven. Offensive offsides in that moment, man. Terrible. Terrible. But it okay. wasn't terrible. Okay, so I can hardly understand it, but you get the point of he was he was. That offside call was blanking but he's, terrible. That's yeah, but it, literally Josh Allen, who just won the game, I mm. doubt he really wants to hear it. I don't know what he was looking for sympathy from Josh Allen. Um, and then yesterday, when cooler heads prevailed, this was the apology. I probably regret acting like that. Um, but more than anything, I mean, I, re- I regretted the way I, I acted towards uh, Josh after the game because he had nothing, nothing to do with it. And, um, so I, 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 was, uh, I, I was still hot and emotional. Um, but you can't do that, man. It's not a great example. Uh, uh, for for kids watching the game, so uh, that, that that was more upset about that than I was on, about me on the sideline. I think that's a symbol of a deeper frustration that he has. He doesn't have any receivers anymore. He doesn't trust his offensive line. The the Chiefs are actually trending in the other direction. Can they go out and win a Super Bowl this year? Probably, sure. They're still in the in the mix, obviously. But I think things are trending in such a frustrating way. But ironically, since Patrick Mahomes got paid, you can't necessarily pay. A lot of really great players. I don't know if, that, if it's that so much as the Kansas City Star had a scathing article about what's really happening inside that room of, you know, not taking care of dotting the I's and crossing the T's, receivers especially making bad mistakes. And you can yeah. go to the last three weeks. They have been, I believe the stat was 13 times had to come from behind and make a play and make a, a run. Leading the league in drops, too. Well, see, that's part of it, too. All of it. In the 13 attempts, they've scored three points. So there's a problem that Patrick Mahomes is not used to dealing with. He's feeling some vulnerability. Team's breathing down his neck. You have Jacksonville ascending. I think Cleveland's really dangerous to Joe Flacco if they keep him upright. I mean, there's some Buffaloes getting better. I mean, it's it's not a fait accompli that Kansas City's going to waltz into the Super Bowl or even the AFC Championship. We're going to quickly pivot to Jake Browning after the Cincinnati Bengals game, and the announcers were making a big deal of that Joe Burrow giving Jake the suite for his family and friends. And this is just Jake afterwards being so grateful. First of all, it's, it is not my box. Uh, I did not buy that in the preseason. Very expensive. Uh, so Joe Burrow was nice enough, give them some tickets so they didn't have to sit up in the cold. You know, we're all from California, so I'm used to it. <laughs> They're not, so I'm sure they were much more excited in the box. But uh, it, it's awesome to have him here. And good for him. He's playing well. Playing very playing well. Playing very well. Not only that, but, you know, if you're watching and you see where Joe Burrow is, beside Jake Browning on every play right. and there's here's the iPad and let's look at it and game planning and, and I just love that. Be a good teammate and when, and when all is said and done. This week, it's the Patriots and the Kansas City Swifties and this is awesome. So Bill Belichick has to, and I say has to, contractually has to be on WEEI in Boston every Monday. I bet they look forward to that as a host. Let too. me tell you something. There's three hosts. There's this girl, Courtney, who I'm like, all hail Courtney, because you've got of steel. She's got some cojones of steel in there. 
So when you have heard in press conferences, by the way, for Bill Belichick, that's her asking these questions. Mm -hmm. Listen to this about Taylor Swift with Bill Belichick. Speaking of Casey, uh, Taylor Swift should be in attendance, and you know I'm a Swifty just like yourself. If there are any other tickets that seem to pop up, um, I am I am able and willing. You would accept them? I would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, if you would like to make my dream come true in life, right. I, I'm all ears. Right. So, I know you have a lot on your plate. Don't want to add anything. Yeah, we'll pass that along to our ticket department. Let them handle. I don't really know anything about tickets. It's worth Sorry a shot. Sorry about that, Courtney. It's worth a shot. Wait, it gets better. It gets better. Oh, it went on. To, I'm telling you, it, 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 she went on to follow up. And, and he was just like, are you kidding? You know, just that exact. Mm-hmm. I say good for you. I would not have the cojones to do that at all. You don't sure. think so? No, I wouldn't. Who I've been are there. you afraid of? Give I, me it's a not break. afraid. It's just kind of almost disrespect. I mean, it's not disrespectful. That's not the right word. But Stay could do it. Mike Bell could do it. You would do it. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I'm, I Definitely, he intimidates me for sure. Bill Belichick mm. does. Yeah, for well, sure. It was nice to see him on college game day, Army-Navy, actually smiling, having a good time. You know, he had he a personality. Guest, had a personality. Yeah. Loving on Lee Corso. Love it. I, I, I'm thinking uh, it's clearly his last year in uh, New England. I wonder if he's just going to decide to retire. Is he going to take another gig somewhere? That That's the fascinating thing. Pat McAfee, by the way, did come out yesterday and um, semi-apologize for saying Robert Kraft. He had asked Robert Kraft, we all know what you're going to have to do. It was on the set. It was a super awkward moment. Mm-hmm. And he did come out yesterday on a show and say, you guys, there was no disrespect meant. It was almost just comfortable in a conversation. Didn't really apologize, but acknowledge that a lot of people came after him for that. For Why putting are people Robert- so quick to apologize? Why are our feelings so hurt so easily why are we so sensitive i don't get it what do you think why do you think probably because we live in such a decadent world we have everything in in our hands on our phone we can have food delivered immediately to us we can buy stuff immediately everything's so easy for us we have to find something to be pissed off about i guess which is a perfect transition to the latest study done by select software reviews which Ah. they go and they will poll every state in the nation on whatever subject you would like the latest is how happy are you at work? How happy are you at work? Congratulations, Georgia. You are at the top of the list for the most unhappy people in the country. Wow. The bottom five states, Georgia, Texas, Florida, South Carolina, and New York. Georgia has the least satisfied workforces, and the state faces challenges with the worst job satisfaction. Hmm. Now, what do you think is the result of that? All right, I'm going to say inflation has hit the state of Georgia a lot worse than many parts of the country, so your dollar's not going as far. Your wages aren't going up, but your Mm -hmm. groceries are. Your gas is. Well, gas has gone down a little bit. Maybe that has something to do with it. Traffic can be a pain in this town. Or how about... Rather than complaining, finding 10 things that you're very grateful about and trying to live that mantra and Look stop at complaining. You. Look at you. I'm, I'm trying to coach myself that up, That is too, true. Though. No, that is true. Georgia has the highest quit rate. Folks yeah. walking away from jobs that they are unhappy with. Um, the morning and afternoon commute, as you mentioned, is something that they're like, we're staying home or we're quitting. The happiest state, Alaska. Really? Alaska. Happiest employees in the nation. Their happiness score was overwhelmingly number one, tracking over 13 points higher than the state right behind them, Rhode Island. Huh. You know, the thing about Alaska is there's not many women out there. It's mostly men. There's not a lot of women out there. If you 
you know, relationships are important. I would think now have somebody to die with. Yeah, there's not a lot of women out there. Um, the reason that Alaska said they were the happiest is their average work week is 31 hours. Really? 31 hours. They make an average wage of over $50,000 a Probably year. Probably goes further there than it does, especially here. And they have one of the best commute times and lowest quit rates of all the states. So wow. I just thought that was interesting to think about what's going on in our state here. So I think everything you've said is true. Well, that's so, good. Yeah. All right, coming up in three strikes, who's your favorite Italian? What's that alcoholic beverage you can not even smell, touch, drink? And what was the third one? Worst job, <laughs> most demeaning yep. job you've ever had. That's coming up in three strikes as we wrap up the Steakhouse Sports Radio 1990 game. It's the Steakhouse on Sports Radio 929, the game. Our brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this football season. Visit mancavestore.com. Sandra, you can, every year, at the either the end of November, early part of December, I get this crud. I get the cough. My voice goes every year without fail. Yeah. For whatever reason. Jake had a bad bug yesterday, too. So I told him, please stay away from me. It's going around. Y'all just take care of yourselves. You know, do Don't your Don't feel thing. bad. Just, just. Coughing yeah. and yuck. The yuckiness is in is in play. The crud. 404-726-0929. We got full phone calls. Good job on the three strikes, Rob. Um, but I did want to just remind you the top story, Dylan Rayola is going to visit Nebraska. He is committed to Georgia. And Rusty pretty much said, I don't need to say anymore. It doesn't, you know, look like he's going to be at Georgia. This is exactly what Rusty Mansell, our teammate, the guru, said about the transfer. Look, I don't have to ask questions to know the writing's probably on the wall with this mm-hmm. one because he knows when you're supposed to be in Athens this weekend uh, to start practice. I'll give you an example. Uh, Daniel Calhoun, uh, one of the top offensive tackles in America, kid out of Walton High School, mm-hmm. he will play in the state championship tomorrow night, and then he will be in Athens Saturday morning to practice. So there you go. The devil's in the details, if you will. Um, I'll remind you he was committed to Ohio State. He switched to the University of Georgia. His father played at Nebraska. His uncle is a coach there. Rusty also told you that on Friday, his uncle got a 53% raise and a long-term contract to stay. So they're doing everything they can to get him, and good for them. Yeah, it seemed like it was an absolute slam dunk. Okay, he's going to, he's moving, Ryle's moving to Georgia, going to play at Buford. Clearly, he's going to Athens. And he had all these tentacles in Lincoln, Nebraska, and all of a sudden now it's a thing. You know, where, where was this before? Yeah. It seemed like it was just such a done deal. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, I know George is having a big freak out. Please don't. As oh, please. Rest, yeah. please oh, by the way, the app, always get the Odyssey app, and you can go to the chapters at 920. He was on the entire segment for our tailgate today. So go just take a listen with your own ears, and he addressed, I think, everything. He also gave a lot of love to Georgia Tech and Aaron Philo, who is their commit that played last night and broke the all-time passing re- record that Trevor Lawrence had in the state of Georgia. So bragged on him a Man, lot. Man, I'm, well. I'm rooting so hard for Brent Key at Georgia Tech. Kind of a Me gratifying too. year, certainly. You finally get to bowl game for the first time in uh, six years. Looks like you uh, you may have your quarterback too, because Rusty says, "quote." And when Rusty says this quote, you know it's real. He's a dude. Guy's a dude. Guy's a dude. I agree. All right, 404-726-0929, your three strikes questions. In, in honor of uh, the passing Paisan, the uh, Tommy Cutlass, who's your favorite Italian? 
that alcoholic beverage you can no longer touch, drink, look at anymore due to a bad experience. Worst, most demeaning, humiliating, soul-crushing job you've ever had. That's at 404-726-0929 as we do uh, do three strikes. We have a little over. So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, we have we have a volleyball on the line. Wilson, up in Athens. <laughs> Wilson, you with us? Yes, sir. Favorite Italian? Uh, Tony Soprano. <laughs> exactly. Good. That, that alcoholic beverage you can no longer touch, drink, look at, none of it. Uh, anything with gin in it. Hmm. There's a lot of gin people that I know of that suffer from that. Oh, you're one of those, I too. I like gin in my martini. Mm-hmm. Worst, most demeaning, soul-crushing, humiliating, horrible job you've ever had. Uh, back when I worked for the Savannah Bananas, I got in trouble, and they made me be a parking penguin for a couple of games. I'm so intrigued with the Savannah Bananas. I want to go so badly. What was the part? What was the last part he just said? I was being a. He made a. He used to park cars for the, and he made them do what? He cut out. Um, I forgot what he said. Oh, there you are. I had, a, um, I had to wear a parking penguin suit, like a penguin suit, and park cars. Oh. Can you get me some tickets to Savannah Bananas next year when they play? Maybe that'd be awesome. They're, they're barnstorming. They're just traveling all over the country, pretty much, and clearly it's doing. They very had to well. cut. They have. There's a waiting list for tickets. They cut it off at two million. There's two million people on a wait list to see it. So. There's a there's a guy that you know I played at West Georgia. There's a guy that played at West Georgia. This member of the uh, Savannah Bananas. Clearly a lot younger than me though. All right, uh, Grady, you big dummy, you're in Vinings. What you got? Hello, good morning, Grady. Hey guys. Uh, so, favorite Italian, uh, Giada from the Food Network and her great personality, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, alcoholic beverage you can no longer drink? Uh, any sugary cocktails. Like, I just, I'd just rather drink the whiskey or the tequila straight at that point. Yeah. Worst job, most humiliating job, soul-crushing job. So I only lasted a day at uh, Angelo's Steakhouse in Panama City Beach. Shout out, Sandra. Woo-hoo! I'm also from Panama City. Oh, nice. Um, I only lasted a day because the wait staff was horrible. I was a busboy, and I found out that they shared all their tips equally amongst the wait staff. So no matter how, how hard you tried, you had to, like, split the tips up equally. God, I can picture Angelo's a bit, the big cow out front, right? Is it still there, still open? Yeah. That's no bull. Uh, I don't know if Hurricane Michael took it out or not, but I think it might still be there. It's yeah. up. It's up and ready to go and ready to be vandalized on a weekly <laughs> basis as it was, as you remember. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you. Thanks, appreciate Grady. you, Grady. Sandra, what? Oh, we got Drew and Marietta. Hello, Drew. Good morning. You with us? I'm here. Good morning, guys. Favorite Hello. Italian. Oh, um, I've got to go um, Robert De Niro, I think. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay, what's that alcoholic beverage you can no longer uh, stomach? Mr. Boston Vodka. Oof. What is it about Mr. Just Cheap? Is it low shelf? They're not a sponsor, are they? It's low shelf in a glass bottle, so it's cheap in and they spend money on the bottle. All right, worst job you ever had? Uh, Retail manager. You get yelled at by everybody on both sides. (laughs) I appreciate you. I don't think I'd want a job dealing with the public at large. I would would lose it because people are so awful. What was your worst job? My Don't worst. say here. Don't say here. It's not nice. Don't say here. It was say at it uh, Sports else. Radio Night Tonight. No. Actually, um, a friend of mine had this military contract. We used to pressure wash C-130s and fighter jets 
at Maxwell Air Force Base and also at Dobbins. And that sounds kind of cool, oh, wow. right? Oh, it was the nastiest job. You had to wear the rain gear, and we had to wear the, use this degreaser, and you could not get that scent Yuck. out of your. Oh, it was Take awful. Take the stink off. And yeah. of course, not to mention you're out there using a pressure washer when it's 25 degrees outside because you had to do it and get it yeah. done. Jägermeister's the one I can't. I can't. I can't even look at it. Bad experience. Oh, yeah. We got Elijah on the south side. Hello, Elijah. What's going on? Favorite Italian. Ah, uh, the sandwich. <laughs> the sub. Good work. <laughs> Both like that one, too. Good work. What, what's the alcohol you can't drink anymore? That's funny. Oh, it used to be Jaeger, but now it's Screwball. Man, I can't do it. Oof. Worst job you ever had? Uh, assistant uh, service manager of a restaurant chain. Hmm. Hmm. What was your worst job? Camp Sports Shop when I was 16. And um, this is when, back in the day, they used to just, you know, they'd size your foot. You'd right, put your you had to do that thing. In. Let me just tell you, to this day, I'm like, please don't take your shoes off. Cause oh, you had to smell those smelly feet. And Are you a person that hates feet in general? Not hates feet, but after that, I was like, wow, soap is not a big, people aren't a big fan of soap and cleanliness. So, yeah, that was, yeah. All right, let's Changed go my life. Hey, Frank and Fayetteville, your favorite Italian. Dan DeVito. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. No relation, though. And they're both from Jersey, but Danny DeVito oh. is not related to Tommy Cutlets. No relation. I investigated that because yes. I'm a journalist. Journalist! <laughs> What's that alcoholic beverage you can't touch anymore? Captain Morgan. Captain. Just the smell of it. Oof. 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 Too sweet, too. Too sweet. Worst job? Uh, in 07, a bunch of buddies of mine went on a field trip to Mosul, and for two weeks, I had to do porta potty burn barrel duties. Porta potty you know, burn you know. barrel. Wow. So you had to burn yeah. the feces, is what you're saying. That's okay, correct. you win. That is the worst job That's, of all time. That That's is, it. Yes. He wins. Congratulations. <laughs> Give him a mug or something. We, we got awful. Bryson. Bryson, Peachtree City. Bryce, favorite Italian. Tie between Nick Cellini and Chris Domino. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Both good choices. God bless them. That alcoholic beverage you can no longer touch. Oh man, I can't even look at it. A bottle of Jaeger. Oh, I know, I know the feeling. I, I just, I just, I hurl. <laughs> I vomit in my own mouth. Worst job you've ever had? Uniform sales absolutely sucked. Uniforms? You mean as in team uniforms or uniforms for working? He dropped. Oh, well, that, we got Conrad and Buford to wrap this whole thing up. Conrad, who is your favorite Italian? Luciano Pavarotti mm. <laughs> or Sophia Loren. You take your pick. That's not bad either. Classic. All right, that alcoholic beverage you can no longer touch anymore. Uh, I, I am also too old. I'm a Jager. It's, I absolutely couldn't possibly stand it anymore. Are you, are you, Bo, you're back there doing the same thing with the uh, Jager? No, I love Jager, man. Oh, you do? Oh, any and every time. Bring you it pour on. it on your cornflakes oh, yeah. in the morning, wouldn't yes, you? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll puke right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Worst job. In 1971, I boxed donuts for Krispy Kreme on Friday night for all of the uh, uh, sales sales that all the bands and things were doing. Eleven thousand dozen donuts per night boxed by hand. Which eleven thousand? Eleven thousand from eleven p.m. till seven a.m. Which oh Dunkin' God. Donuts was it? Dunkin'? Which uh, oh, the one Krispy on Kreme? Oh, the one oh, on Pots, the old classic killer. one that keeps Krispy burning Kreme, down. Right on, on it's Pots, the original. The original Fantastic. one. Fantastic. I couldn't eat. I couldn't eat. I couldn't eat Krispy Kreme for about ten years. I bet. 
All right, we're going to come back and wrap it up, hand it over to Andy and Randy. They're busily doing their uh, little podcast right now. We'll talk to them next. It's the Steakhouse Sports Radio, 1990 Game.